Another year brings new and old faces together for the common goal of striving for academic and athletic excellence. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 in conjunction with Hawaii Pacific University proudly presents Sharks Weekly, a deep dive into HPU athletics and who are this week's standout performers? Which program is making a splash in the classroom, community, and on the field? What are the upcoming schedules? All these questions answered and more coming live from the HPU eSports Arena powered by DSC Hawaii on the Hawaii Pacific University campus at Aloha Tower Marketplace. Here's your host, Hawaii Pacific University's Vice President and Chief Marketing Communications Officer, Jeffrey Rich. Aloha, Sharks Nation. We are back for another show on this beautiful Thursday morning. We are broadcasting live from the beautiful campus of Hawaii Pacific University from the eSports Arena powered by DSE Hawaii. I am your host, Jeff Rich, and today we are talking men's basketball with head coach Jesse Nakanishi. (laughs) We've got two fantastic players with us today, Uh, junior guard Dominique Dickie Winbush, and sophomore guard Melo Sanchez. Um, Welcome, everybody. We'll do formal intros and get get the conversation started here in a minute, but I wanted to first introduce, um, as always, our in-studio sidekicks, um, HPU Sports Information Director, Mr. Marcus DeWall, and our in-studio producer, Mr. Paul Brecht. Gentlemen, how has the week been treating you since we last got together last Thursday? Uh, It's been pretty good. Uh, Got to turn... 24 this past Monday. So. Well, happy birthday. Uh, yeah. So getting up there <laughs> a in age. A little clap going here. And so, I mean, technically I'd still be a sophomore, so I'm not NCAA old yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> still pretty young. But. Well, did you do anything special for your birthday? Did you get out and enjoy anything uh, oh, yeah, special? Went, well, went out and enjoy Waikiki as much as you can. But uh, <laughs> How can you not enjoy yeah, Waikiki? Yeah, yeah. And so I uh, went out there and just uh, spent some time with some friends, but pretty low-key. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, Paul, how about you? Anything fun happening uh, I'm over to, the weekend? I'm still trying to get over. That was a good joke from Marcus, and <laughs> even with the laugh, I feel like we didn't give it enough attention. That was really funny, <laughs> especially considering somebody announced their ninth year of college. You know, they're coming back for their ninth year of college football. Oh, but, but I would literally be, I still have like two years of eligibility. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you, you yeah. could straight up continue to play into your 30s <laughs> yeah. at this point. No, um, overall has been solid for me. I got a chance to take in uh, the boys taken down Dominican last week. And then after that, um, preparing for what has been a, a busy week thus far and a, an even busier weekend ahead. Obviously, HPU taking on Chaminade at Chaminade tonight, Hilo this weekend, and you know, plenty of other sports around the island to take in as well. So I said it last time, I starting to become a broken record, but, you know, no rest for the weary. It's how, it, how it's supposed to go. Yep, yep. You're supposed to be out and in the field and, and checking all the happenings around the island with all the great sporting activities. You know, Paul, you mentioned um, the success that the team is having. Um, and, and before we uh, uh, we get going with our conversations with um, with the coach and, and our uh, two uh, teammates here, just a little recap. So you guys are 6-2 and two at home this year. Um, as Paul mentioned, you just beat Dominican, swept Dominican. Um you beat number nine San Bernardino, so things are things are starting to, to gel. We've got the leading scorer with us in studio today, uh, Mello. Um, so yeah, let's let me uh, formally introduce uh, our in studio guest. So first, um, in his inaugural season as HPU's uh, men's head basketball coach, um, 
taking the reins fully this year from Coach V. Uh, let me welcome Mr. Jesse Nakanishi. Um, welcome, Jesse. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We are glad to have you here today. And you brought two uh, of your outstanding players with us. Um, we've got um, six foot four sophomore guard Melo Sanchez hailing from San Diego. Uh, Melo, welcome. And Mr. Diggy Winbush. Um, Diggy, you are a six one uh, junior. Um, wait, sorry, you're from L.A., and uh, uh, Melo, you're from San Diego, so you guys are both California natives. Um, you know, what, what brought you to Hawaii? What got Hawaii on your radar and, and got you interested in coming to HPU? Melo, maybe tell us a little bit about your, your history and uh, what brought you here. So uh, my final year of high school was the, when COVID first started, right? So like, my recruitment wasn't all there, so I decided to go a prep year up in Los Angeles and I, when I was playing my games up in Los Angeles, uh, Coach Nakanishi reached out to one of my coaches. And I was surprised because at the time, barely any coaches were hitting me up. So I was very interested right away when my coach told me that Coach Nakanishi had reached out to my coach. And ever since then, we were in contact. And then when I came out here for my visit, honestly, like right when I landed, the coaches were there to pick me up and we were talking. I felt like the immediate connection between one of us. And I felt it even more once I headed to the gym and I met the guys, they were uh, working out. So ever since that moment, I felt the, the brotherhood and I felt this was the spot for me. So, uh, so you, And this is your second year, your sophomore. Yes, sir. So um, big leap, you think, from your freshman year? Do you feel more comfortable? And yeah, for sure. Uh, last year, I feel like the beginning, I was trying to fit in, you know, gel in with the guys. But then this year, I felt like... I had to take on the leadership role and take be more of a leader and speak out more and call guys out more and hold myself accountable. So wow, well, it seems like you've done that. Um, let's see, you started all 28 games last season as a freshman, uh, leading the Sharks in minutes with 964 three pointers made um, and field goal percentage with three pointers at 468. Wow, yes, that's pretty sir. impressive. Appreciate it. Wow. Well, way to go. Um, well, Diggy, you're with us as well. Uh, welcome. Um, let's see, you came to us from uh, uh, Shabbat College before? Shabot. Shabot, yeah. I'm sorry. Shabot College and then uh, originally Taft High School. Um, tell us, you know, what's, what's it been like here for your Hawaii experience and playing for HPU? Uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, Coach has given me, given me the opportunity to come to Hawaii for the first time in my life. Never been here. Um, yeah, like, like you said, I went to JUCO after my high school. I went to a prep school in Kentucky then. COVID year happened and it kind of a little, little setback so I went to um, JUCO and this past summer um, didn't know where I was going to go I had a lot of a lot of a lot of schools and then last minute Coach Jesse called me and said hey we want you and it was a blessing and I appreciate him for that and it was like real like last minute I didn't have a chance to visit here but I, I, I like Coach's pitch and uh, it was a. I was like in true. Think uh -huh. I was happy. And, now, were you were you in the transfer portal? Is that how you got connected, or was there? No. Okay. Uh, coach, I was. Was it Coach Keenan? Transfer portal was Division One, but yeah. he was uh, graduating from his junior college. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So beaches, LA compared to Hawaii. What do you uh, think? I'm not a beach guy, but I'll, 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 I'll give it to out here. The beaches out here are amazing. Like how how can you not like love it out here? I know. I know. What yeah. can you say that's possibly negative yeah. about it? Wow. Well, you guys are having um, a pretty pretty successful season here as you get rolling. Um, what's the team vibe feeling like? You know, as we mentioned, you're coming off some strong performances. You got um, Chaminade yeah. coming up tonight. Yeah, uh, I feel like everybody's in a good headspace. Um, 
we're just trying to follow the game plan. Everyone's together. Feel we feel unified, and uh, we trust in what the coaches um, are prepared prepared us to do. And yep. yeah, coach. So you're in your first season. You've been with HPU. I think six seasons as assistant, um, give or take a season or two. Um, but you know what? What's different? You know what philosophy have you brought that um, you know? And you're is evolving the team. How are things maybe different from uh, from when Coach V? was at the reins, but give us a little taste of your philosophy and, and some of the strengths and weaknesses that you see with the team and where you're trying to go. Good question. I think, um, you know, Coach V was my mentor and I learned a lot from in a, my first six years stint with them and then another two years prior to this year. So carrying on some of those characteristics and attributes that I, I feel are, that I feel impact winning, you know, we kind of carried on and then adding to that stuff that I've gained along the way at, at different stops as well that I Again, to me, we're only going to make important what's what impacts winning and what impacts togetherness of a team. So we've kind of added added some of those things in, but really, really toughness and and like Diggy mentioned, being unified and just that togetherness. So we try to do small things here and there that really build culture. And, and sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. I'm really proud of these guys buying in and into a lot of those things. Uh, we're nowhere near a, a final product and where our culture needs to be. And it's an ongoing process, as they say. And uh, we're working at it and, and building it. And we're going to reap the benefits sooner than later and we're reaping some of it now but there's a lot more to come yep now you mentioned culture you know being such a uh, an important part and um, you inherited a pretty strong culture under coach v and you know clearly you're evolving it and um, you guys are dealing with some adversity right now i know and, and that can bring a team together but tell us a bit about some of the challenges that um, that you're dealing with at the moment yeah honestly this has been one of the tougher ones i've faced in my 24 years of coaching um it's kind of Big news in the basketball world, but one of our players' father, um, that coaches for the Golden State Warriors, um, our, our student athlete Nicola, his dad passed away from a massive heart attack, um, and it just was so sudden, and you know really affected our team, um, our staff, myself included. Um, he was he was young; he was 46 years old, same age as me, and just the impact that he's had and and we're all reading about in the news you know we we knew he was a legendary coach back home in Serbia and then I mean coaching um, Jokic and all these guys that are big time NBA players and now he's with the Warriors and won championship in his first year there but more so than the impact he's had on the on the game of basketball across the world is just you're reading about all the relationship stories that that he's touched so many lives and his ability to keep things in perspective and he's always smiling and making sure people are are approaching the game and their work ethic the right way it's just uh, and I, i've got to meet him a, a bunch of times and he's like such a legend but he's so humble it was that's the first thing that came across to me was how humble this guy is reaching out to me that whatever help you need as a as a first year head coach reach out and just super humble and uh, I appreciate that about him but yeah I, back to our guys like you know we met yesterday and it's definitely shaking us um, and, but you know we're trying to learn and grow from it and kind of open it up to them and, and they wanted to, to keep keep going and uh, we had a great practice yesterday after that meeting and they wanted to play the game tonight for Nicola um, and, and his family and, and continue on just playing for him but yeah it's 
it's definitely uh, something that we're we're dealing with and, and getting through. But uh, man, kids—they're not kids, but kids are so resilient. I'm so proud of them. Like yesterday, just being able to talk through all that and then go out there and let me yell at them at practice. Like you know, it's yeah. it's such a trivial thing. I talked to them about you know being your gaps and you know all of that, but. Just keeping things in perspective, yeah. and they're able to do that. Well, our thoughts are with uh, Nicola and his family, mm-hmm. and um, just sending good energy their way. Um, you know, and this kind of thing can can bring a team together. Um, it can be a, 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 an unfortunate rally point, but it certainly can mm-hmm. bring people into a common place and really create a sense of unity that um, can can really create um, a bond that lasts forever. So we're going to take a quick break, um, and we'll be back in a minute. We're talking men's basketball. I'm your host, Jeff Rich. You're listening to Sharks Weekly, and we will be right back. Hawaii Pacific University is Hawaii's top-rated private university. And now, HPU is furthering their commitment to our community by offering a guaranteed scholarship and admission program. High school seniors attending a Hawaii high school may qualify for guaranteed admission and at minimum a $15,000 annual tuition scholarship. Plus, students with demonstrated tuition need may receive additional financial aid in combination with HPU's Holomua commitment. Visit hpu.edu to learn more. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we are back. Um, You are listening to Sharks Weekly. I'm your host, Jeff Rich, and we are talking HPU men's basketball today. so, so guys, let's let's get into the season. Let's talk about um, you know where you're at. As we were we were mentioning in the opening segment, um, some strong performances here early, um, especially at home. Um, you've got a big game against uh, perennial rival Chaminade. Um, what's what's the what's the mentality going into that game? How are you guys feeling? Um, honestly, I feel like we're very motivated, especially with um, us playing for Nicola tonight. I think that's adding extra motivation, but honestly, even before the whole Nicola situation, we were motiv- motivated before just because it's a rivalry. Rivalries are supposed to be close games and it's supposed to be chippy and dirty and all that, but we're ready and we're motivated for tonight, so we're excited. Yep. Diggy, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? Yeah, I agree with Melo, and, uh, but coach, um, coach's staff has prepared us to take every game treated the same. Uh, don't take anything for granted um, in our approach and our I feel like we're ready. So, Coach, that's a philosophy um, that a lot of teams have success with is really, you know, you've got a big game that normally might create some anxiety and tension, but really mm-hmm. it sounds like you're trying to create sort of a mellow feel, <laughs> uh, mellow, <laughs> to yeah. kind of create um, just a sense of comfort heading into the game. Yeah, we're big in, in role playing and everyone, you know, performing their, their roles to the best of their ability and we don't need anything more and anything less. You just do your job. And that's going to be the same thing today, um, tonight, I should say. But, yeah, we're excited about it. Um, you know, they're going to get our best effort. I'm sure we're going to get theirs. They've had a little bit of rough go, a lot of close games. They're one of those teams with a lot of firepower that can beat anybody or also lose to anybody. And they've had the ball not bounce their way a little bit this year. But they're super capable and very talented team. Yeah, well, we talked we talked quite a bit about um, Chaminade last week. We had uh, Coach Tim Dunham, <coughs> assistant coach with the women's team on, who was a part of that amazing team that beat uh, Virginia. We were talking <laughs> about the time he got to dunk on Ralph Sampson. Um, do you guys know who Ralph Sampson is? All right. 
I was because we talk about some of these old time players, and I keep forgetting these are guys that played you know twenty years before some some of you guys were born. Uh, but man, that was something. Um, but always uh, special juice again, Shamanad. Um, I'm sure you're gonna you know be up for the game tonight. But I like I like the philosophy of heading in, you know, and kind of like it's just another game, right? Um, and not creating that tension and anxiety. Mm-hmm. What's the philosophy of the team? Um, you know, Mello, you you nailed these three pointers, so you guys are obviously a good shooting team from the perimeter. You've got some height on the team this year, to say to say the least. What's the strength, though? Is it the inside game? Um, is it inside out? But you know, how would you characterize the team's strengths and weaknesses? I mean, obviously, I'm pretty good at with my three pointers. Dickie's good with his ball handling, but I think the core strength for our team is that we all play for one another. It's not. One night, like let's say I'm doing good and Diggy's not doing as good. It's not Diggy's not gonna be hating on me. He's gonna be motivating me and like cheering me on. And let's say it goes the other way. I wanna be cheering Diggy on. So I feel like us playing for one another is our biggest strength, and I think that brings us closer and makes us a better team. Wow, and what a you know absolutely mature thing to say. Um, you know, and recognizing as a team sport, you're in it for each other. Um, it's not an individual sport. So you know that's a fantastic philosophy. You know, Diggy, what do you what are you thinking, and and how do you how do you view you know the dynamics of the team and the strengths and the weaknesses as the uh, the ball handler? Uh, yeah, like Mello said, uh, we're together, and uh, just to piggyback off of them, is uh, we have like a sort of next man up mentality. So I feel like we have a lot of guys who any any night it can be their night, and uh, coaches almost instilled that into us the next man mentality. Uh, we have a group, a lot of group of guys who are capable any night of stepping up we've had guys go down injuries out of this all of a sudden and um, everyone's doing a good job um, in their role yeah and that makes it awful tough on the other team if you guys approach it like a team and it's not one player dominating you know feeding the big man in the middle or pushing kicking it out for a three-pointer but you can you can kill him from any point on the court um, that's going to make for a strong season. Um, so you got some big games coming up here. Uh, as we mentioned, you got Chaminade tonight, um, Hilo on Saturday, uh, and then uh, Tuesday, Azusa Pacific. So, you know, you've got some, some strong competition coming up. Um, what what do you, you know, when you, when you think about uh, team chemistry and bonding and, you know, what, Jesse, have been some of the things that you've learned through your coaching career that create more of those connections both on and off the court. Mm. Yeah, that's good. We try to create opportunities, especially in the in the preseason time, to um, for them to build relationships with each other and the coaches to build relationships relationships as well. So just trying to create different opportunities for that to happen. You know, we did a little retreat. We do a lot of community services, and those are win-wins because we get to spend time with each other off the court and and give back at the same time. And a lot of those kids come to the games as well. So just try to get creative in different ways to try to build relationships because that's what it's really about. So you try and create some some formal um, team activities that are off the court to create those bonding experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Diggy and Mello, what about the team itself? Do you guys go off and, and, you know, do things as a team that aren't, you know, sponsored or sanctioned, you know, by the coach <laughs> or, uh, you know, but how do you create that camaraderie and chemistry with each other when you're not in a more of an official practice or situation that the coaches have set up for you? Oh, yeah. Um, off the court, everyone is, we're like real family oriented. We probably we schedule 
twice a week we all get together and do a team not even a team activity we just we'll either go to the beach or go out to eat some guys that come to our house we'll go to theirs we're, we're always doing something together for sure nice favorite beach spot that uh that you guys hit uh for me as north shore north shore the, the big rock yeah my man like queens queens beach okay queens beach for me but yeah, I mean, like me and Diggy, like we live five minutes away from each other. So like sometimes I go over to his house and just play 2K, or he comes over to my house and play Madden. So just those little things, I feel like it goes a long way. So we try to hang out as much as possible. Nice. These two aren't big beach guys, but no, fine. <laughs> no, for me. Whenever I go to the beach, the first five minutes I start sweating like I do, like in the basketball games. Oh, you're <laughs> so kidding. So it's pretty bad for me. Wow. But, so no, so no attempted surfing or anything uh, we, like we that get in the water but it's not like nothing crazy the time when i came out for my visit Coach i was gonna bring that up man. Coach Mark and I, <laughs> we went uh paddle boarding and at first it was a struggle but then after the the next five ten minutes i got the hang of it so it was pretty good where, I, did, you, where I, did you go paddle boarding uh Ala Moana. Ala Moana. Ala Moana. it's a nice it was very beach. flat yeah. inside it took him and his dad Paddle boarding, yeah. and I almost rescinded the offer. He was so unathletic. <laughs> <laughs> you say, man, this this kid's got no balance, huh? At first, at first, but then after a while, I got the hang of it. It was pretty good. So it was fun, though. It was fun. I had a good experience. Yeah, good time. That's one of my favorite things to do. And you'll you'll catch me down at El Moana on the board with my dog pretty often. Cool. Um, very nice beach to to mm -hmm. hit. Um, some shark scares recently down there, though. Uh, I was saying, I think on a prior show, it was one of the first times I've ever seen people in Hawaii <laughs> afraid to go out past a certain point. Mm. There was just a line where nobody went went further out there. But uh, it's one of the, the life's risks, right? If you're going to live in paradise, you got to accept some risk. Um, so, uh, so what what's the favorite team bonding activity though? Is it the group dinners? Is it and when you guys go out, um, you know, what are what are some of the other things that you like to do? Places that you frequent? Oof, I think it's probably the most boring answer. But I think the most favorite team activity we do is go to the beach. I think okay. just so playing spike ball, one. going in the water together, jumping off the rocks. That's the most fun for us. But Anything else? I mean, I mean, we go eat the beach, and that's about it. Honestly, I mean, I, I don't know anything else to do here as a group. But we're on the college dollar. Yeah, there you exactly. go. We're yeah. not we're not big ballers like that, so we're just trying to save our money. But the beach and food, I would say, those two. And team dinners at team yeah, dinners. but pasta dinners. What's the what's the the menu? Chick fil A. Chick fil A. We haven't had a, cra um, a, cra a crab boil. Yeah, I'm surprised about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, boy. Get that in. Uh, there you go. You know, I was going to ask you, we were talking earlier, you guys both have nicknames. Um, is there a story behind it? You know, Diggy, maybe tell us first. Where, where did Diggy come from? Uh, so when I was younger, uh, my mom, she like, she said she gave it to me, and my dad convinces me that he gave it to me, but I don't know who who really did. So I just give both of them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, you guys But did it. they say what the inspiration uh, It was like a Diggy song, was? I believe. I'm not sure what song it is, but it was like in the song, and they, it just kind of diggy diggy, and it just it just stuck. Diggy so. diggy diggy. Can't Paul, do, do we have a researcher that can? Uh, I'm gonna have to have to look <laughs> yeah. up why, but I, you know, I know you said you don't know who gave it to you yeah. for real. Do you have a gut feeling? Who actually like who's lying? Uh, Out of your parents, uh, which one is more likely to be like? Oh, the fit. Fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with coach. See, that's <laughs> a good coach to, right not there. Not trying to get in trouble. That's media training. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Well coached, coach. Good to step in. All right, Mello, that is a great nickname. 
what's the story behind it? So my actual name is Emilio, right? Okay. But then when I was like six, seven years old, I was playing at the YMCA, and then I did this one move. I did a fadeaway, right? And when I did that fadeaway, um, some random dude was like, "I look like uh, Melo, Carmelo Anthony." And when he said Melo, ever since then it just stuck stuck with me, and I've been calling myself Melo, and other people have been calling me Melo. Now, how long ago was that? I've been called Melo for a while now. Okay, I would say so like, back like high school days or before? It started trending like high school days, like when I first entered high school is when like people started calling me Mellow more frequently and all that. So I would say high school days. Okay. Yeah. Well, it has a nice mellow vibe. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure it creates a, a sense of calmness. All right. We are going to take another break. You are listening to Sharks Weekly. We're talking uh, men's basketball. I'm your host, Jeff Rich, and we will be right back. You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we're back broadcasting live on the beautiful campus of Hawaii Pacific University. Um, we are here at the eSports Arena, powered by DSE Hawaii. And just a reminder that Sharks Weekly is brought to you by um, Kawazoi. Kawazoi Group is a proud sponsor of Hawaii Pacific University men's basketball. And by Waia Water. Don't leave the uh, quality of your drinking water and your health to chance. Waia Water's atmospheric water generators create clean, pure, eco-friendly drinking water right from the air. So thank you to our amazing sponsors. Um, hey, before we get back uh, to talking some basketball, I want to bring Marcus into the conversation. Marcus, you are uh, HPU Sports Information Director, so you are the man who is all over the place, seeing what's happening, what's going on. Um, give us a little recap of uh, what's happened with HPU Sports over the last week. Yeah, so aside from basketball, all the sports are uh, you know, getting ready to get started for the spring semester, and, and so... I mean, my job right now is basically being an air traffic controller and trying to get everyone off the runway. But, uh, yeah, we have tennis. Uh, they're gearing up for their uh, season opener against Sacramento State uh, tomorrow. And then we have uh, softball and baseball having their alumni games this Friday and then uh, next Saturday. And so uh, it's going to be fun time both uh, stadiums. Got to go to uh, the softball stadium for the first time this past weekend. It was it's a beautiful stadium. really enjoyed my time there. And... Uh, yeah, for basketball, it's uh, it's been really fun. The Pac West, it's it's so weird and so crazy. Just uh, if you look at the preseason standings and rankings for uh, for men's and women's, and just see how like shaken up it is in the middle of the season, it's uh, it's pretty uh, crazy to see you know who people thought were gonna be up there and who people where people aren't. And so uh, and for the, our men's basketball team, you know, uh, it's been a real special treat to to watch them and follow them this season. Uh, I got to go with them this past trip to the Bay Area, and it was really cool to see the uh, support that Diggy and, and Josh got from their, their JUCOs, uh, Aloni and, and Chabot, and they came out for the Academy of Art game. Uh, and, you know, growing up in the Bay Area, that was really cool to see, you know, uh, you know, growing up, went to a lot of Chabot games, and so really cool to see, like, the staff out there and see them support Diggy. And, uh, yeah, in this past this past Tuesday, uh, we had a, a men's basketball at a clinic at uh, Manoa Elementary, and so... Got to go uh, uh, pull up and you know you know document that and uh, I think that's what's really special about this team is that uh, you know like it's they're off to an amazing start you know they're nine and five right now and hopefully ten and five in a couple couple more hours and so uh, <laughs> but I think the I think the most the th biggest thing I'm impressed about this team is that uh, 
you know, being around sports, you know, for a while now, you can tell when there are teams where it's, uh, you know, it's, they're like coworkers, you know, you know, you know they have to be on the same team, but there's not really that, like, that bond or that, that buy-in for each other. But, I mean, even just, like, the short amounts of times I get to spend with this team, you can tell that they generally do care about each other, and then they most importantly, like, generally care about their community. And it's really, it's really cool to see, you know, like, uh, you know, my, my parents, you know, they work in education. My dad, you know, works in, uh, you know, uh, 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 probation, you know, deals with a lot of, like, you know, troubled youth and stuff like that. And so I think it's really important. I really, like, respect Jesse and his team for, you know, taking time out of their day. Because, I mean, it's, it takes a lot to be with the hundreds of elementary school students at once. It's not, it's not an easy task. And, uh, and so, you know, a lot of these kids, you know, you, know, you don't know what, what they're all going through. But sometimes, you know, like, you know, Diggy saying I'm proud of you is probably, like, the, could be, like, the, the one time in the week they get, you know, like, uh, positive feedback from like a, a male role model and so I think that's like I really respect that like about our men's team and I think it's really just important value they have there. How did that feel uh, Mello and Diggy when you guys you guys visited an elementary school you got to meet some young players you know what was the feeling that that you came away with from that experience? Um, honestly it just brought me back to my elementary days it just reminded me how I was when I was six seven years old and for me, as a 21-year-old, 21-year-old right now, me seeing the kids smile and putting a smile on their faces is, is honestly everything I can ask for. It just makes my day better, and yeah. Very nice. How about you, Diggy? Yeah, it was a blessing for me. Um, um, unfortunately, I, I wasn't able to do it last semester due to class, but uh, going up there was it was fun for me. Uh, seeing kids, helping them, and um, it was a good opportunity. Like Melo said, it brings you back of how you were. And it's like, you know, you never know what the kids are going through nowadays. And I just want to uplift them. And I feel like it's our purpose. And this is what we're here for, is to help and lead and serve people. Yeah. And, you know, and so much to be said for, you know, being a role model for young people. I don't think they have a lot of really good role models these days, given the state of a lot of things. So, you know, clearly, Jesse, that's a priority for, for you guys. Um and I'm, I'm sure you take a lot of pride in, in modeling good behavior and trying to help kids emulate success. Yeah, it is important to me, obviously, <clears throat> being from here and, and trying to provide for the community. But more for our guys, just really preach, always finding different ways to, to give back and serve other people. And then on the flip side, when you get served, to show gratitude profusely. Um, so those are two, again, culture going back to culture stuff that we're trying to put into our program and make sure it becomes a staple of our program and it's not just about basketball but it's about giving and showing gratitude yeah well you know like i was saying i think everything that we've seen you you know you inherited a strong culture and you've made it even stronger <clears throat> since taking over this year so congratulations um marcus um you know your 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 comments about uh hpu sports has any team surprised you really you know got us something that stood out and you know wow i didn't expect them to be this good this year or, or something that's really kind of taking you by surprise that you've seen so far um through the school year uh i think with like men's basketball definitely uh not that i didn't think they're gonna be good but i just like just how good they are like you know exceed the expectations like how they're talking about earlier I, I, there's not really a way to describe the the philosophy like the like a uh, the play style of this team because i feel like they can just they can beat you in so many ways and you know a lot of teams in our conference you know you have one or two good guys that are like you know carry the the front load for their team but i feel like you know every single game it's it's a combination of one or two like different people on the team stepping up and playing uh their hearts on so it's really cool just to see 
uh, I think they've gone through like so much adversity in, in such little time as a team and uh, the way they respond like each game after I mean whether it be you know stuff happening off the field or it's stuff that happens on the court I think it's a real testament to uh, what this uh, team is capable of and uh, you know that's that stuff's hard and like usually it takes like a couple of years to, to build that kind of fortitude in the team and so uh, definitely really impressed by you know Jesse and his staff for you know like you know a coaching change is, is a very hard thing to you know transition from and to be able to to you know seamlessly and then also instill your culture in that first year and like with success is, is a very impressive thing yeah I couldn't agree more you know Marcus I, I just to build off of your point a little bit I don't think you're the only one that's surprised obviously in the preseason poll the men's basketball team was selected to finish ninth out of 11 teams in the Pac West and I, coach I'm curious about how that sat inside your guys's locker room you know obviously you returned a bunch of pieces from last year added a bunch of new pieces and obviously it's your first year at the helm as you've now gone through about 15 games uh and you look back at that silly little preseason poll i know coaches all the time they talk about how you know preseason polls don't mean anything and you have to put in the work looking back at that now did that cause any extra motivation of like hey we're being disrespected from the outside mm. well we did address it a little bit in the preseason um but you know biggest point was we create our own narrative and um i don't know you guys answered did that create a little chip for you or and it did a little bit for me i will say but i didn't share that <laughs> it was just a little bit of extra motivation <laughs> that we needed but no, in all seriousness, no. It was actual motivation. We took it as disrespect and took it as them not respecting all the hard work we were putting in. And we took it as they were overlooking us. So just extra motivation, honestly. Yeah, because, uh, like, the game is one between the four lines, not what people think and people that don't know us, the work we put in, the commitment that we have. So it was a little bit of motivation, but we expect <coughs> – greatness and uh, nothing short of that. Yeah, well, it certainly seems like the, the critics, so to speak, did not uh, analyze uh, the team composition this year thoroughly because, man, was such a strong inside-out game and the chemistry that you guys have, um, you're going to be a tough team to beat from here on out. No doubt about it. And then in that same preseason poll, just because just we have it up, you know, I may as well say it, Chaminade was selected to finish sixth in that. Chaminade obviously has struggled so far this season, six and thirteen. They struggled through a a tough start to the year with uh, the Maui Invitational, some tougher opponents. So take those three games out, puts them at six and ten. But a, another opportunity tonight for the Sharks now to show off if they really are the cream of the crop here in the Pac West. And if you want to listen to that, you can catch that here on our airwaves, 95.1 FM, AM 760, and streaming on hawaiisportsradio.com. We have both the men's and the women's games tonight, 5.30 and 7.30, your tip-off times. Very nice plug, Paul. Much appreciated. Um, no, it's definitely going to be fun. And, and for basketball fans out there uh, here uh, on the island, I would highly encourage you to come out, um, you know, come to the Shark Tank and support the team and the home games. You're going to see some top-notch basketball. All right, we are going to take our last break uh, for today's show, and then we're going to come back. Um, we're going to take a look ahead at what's happening in the coming week um, with our sports information director, uh, Mr. Marcus DeWall. I am your host, Jeff Rich. Uh, you're listening to Sharks Weekly, and we will be right back.
You're listening to Sharks Weekly on the Hawaii Sports Radio Networks, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And we are back. Uh, we are here in studio on a beautiful Thursday morning on the amazing campus of Hawaii Pacific University at Aloha Tower Marketplace. We are broadcasting from the eSports Arena powered by DSE Hawaii. Um, Marcus, so you gave us a great recap of, of happenings over the last week. What should we be looking forward to, aside from the big game um, with Chaminade tonight? Um, what else is happening in the coming week with HPU Sports? Yeah, so, you know, our women's basketball team also plays tonight. And, uh, you know, they made some additions over the break. Uh, uh, they got transferred Tiana Holland from uh, College Sequoias, where Coach Ray Alvarado came from. And then we also got the return of Allison Ross to the team. Uh, interesting thing about Allison, she was a, did a semester at sea. And a semester I re- at sea? Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, Ray mentioning, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, she's been practicing. I'm like, on what? Like, you know, they're in, she's on a boat. But Now, was that? Your, yeah. So I don't know much about She, like, traveled, like, around, like. out for an entire she, semester yeah, she, on like, a boat? She, like, like traveled around the world and everything. Wow. And then first came back, and I'm like, okay, you know, she practice you know this whole semester but then she drops 27 points her first game back and i was like all right all right I'll, yeah i she practiced i I'll, I'll. So, so does that mean that envisioning is sometimes as good a practice as actually getting on the court and playing no i think there's a legit hoop on that boat i need to look oh. up like the the like the the map of the, the boat but apparently she i mean it worked because she scored 27 uh and so hopefully you know 30 piece tonight would be kind of sick wow. uh especially against chaminade and then uh you know, this Saturday we got, you know, home game at Hilo. Uh, I mean, against Hilo, and that's going to be a fun time. You know, uh, you know, both our programs, you know, you know, island rivals. And then uh, so we have a special giveaway if Jesse wants to talk about that. Yeah, let's, you know, Coach, you got a fun uh, event um, for a very good cause happening um, Saturday. Tell us a little bit about it. It's the game against Hilo um, at the Shark Tank. <clears throat> yeah, we got, well, one step back. This is a big stretch for us both for obviously in the pack west race but also with events we have going on at the shark tank you know we got four games in eight days that's a that's a tough stretch and it's going to really propel us um in the standings we hope but yeah obviously at chaminade and then a really big day on saturday um that's one close to dear to my heart and and our heart on saturday we host hilo but also have our cam's helmet game so Cameron Steinhoff was a former player of ours, um, and way back in 2011, he had a tragic accident, and and unfortunately didn't make it. <clears throat> he had a skateboarding accident. Um, so since then, every year for was that 13 years, um, we we've held a game in his honor, and we uh, got give out helmets to kids. So we've had a ton of kids show up to this, families and kids, and at halftime they all receive a receive a helmet and. Cam's family is there um, to help fit them, and you know we we're very fortunate and had uh, Levitt Yaman and Soldner jump into the cause and 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 sponsor the helmets along with uh, TNT Tinting, who Sean Steinoff, Cameron's father, works for. They came in and donated helmets as well. So yeah, we we always get excited for this game, and you know it helps brings people into the Shark Tank supporting us, but. More importantly, if we can save one life through one helmet, it's worth everything. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that game is uh, two o'clock um, this Saturday at the Shark Tank. And you know, please come out and support the event and see some amazing basketball while you're at it. 
Um, yeah, it's a different era. I remember, um, you know, when I was growing up, you know, yeah, kids went out. You didn't wear bike helmets, you know, mm-hmm. skateboarding helmets. Parents just threw you in the car, no seat belts. Um, right. Different era. You know, certainly wouldn't see that today. Um, but, uh, you know, somehow we all survived. Uh, but not smart things to do, you know. Yeah. you got to take precautions for sure. That's a great cause. Paul, you guys are going to be covering the game? Yes, sir. We'll have both that. So if you can't make your way out, which, once again, I cannot recommend enough making your way to the Shark Tank, if not for this game, for another, but especially for Cam's Helmets uh, game. That one is super special. We will have that one on HSRN 95.1 FM, AM 760, and com as well. So I'll be there as well. Uh, Maybe I should take some advice. Our Kule Ogbayani tells me I should be wearing a helmet much more than I do as well. You're a mopeder, right? You've got a moped, Paul? Yes. No no moped helmet. Don't don't listen to me, kids. (laughs) Listen to Coach Knock and wear wear a helmet. It is far, far safer. Coach, do you have a helmet for Paul the Saturday? We actually do. I've got a special (laughs) moped one with your initials on them, Paul. And then I'd like to add in, Jeff, we, on Tuesday it's going to be a real special day. We've got a big-time opponent, Azusa Pacific, but uh, we went out of the box a little bit, and, you know, we do this mentorship program with Manoa and Noilani Elementary, so those principals have been awesome working with. We go there monthly, but uh, part of the deal, if you will, is uh, we created a field trip game, so we moved our weekday game on Tuesday to 12 o'clock, and I want to thank Azusa for being willing to do that but um the two principals are gonna bust their kids in so we'll have about 400 screaming kids at 12 o'clock noon but we'll have plenty of seats available if the community wants wants to come in and take that game in as well maybe take take a lunch break and come see the game or play hooky from work there but, you uh, go we'll be there at 12 i can't think of a better reason to play hooky from work <laughs> it's always a good <laughs> we good will reason. also have the azusa pacific game if you are unable to play hooky and you want to hear all of those screaming kids because like coach said another super fun day inside the shark tank super big stretch coming up for the sharks yeah it's a great atmosphere to watch a game for sure um well guys i know we're talking basketball but um you know, if we depart for a moment we got some uh, nfl games happening in this weekend. Anybody uh, have a team they're particularly rooting for? Mm, sore spot over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> you know, I was having a good weekend. Woke up sun- Sunday morning, happy about our uh, W against Dominican on Saturday, expecting another W from the Cowboys. Oh, the But Cowboys. then uh, I happened to turn off the game when uh, halftime came on because I was like... It was over by halftime, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was like yeah. 28 to 6 or something. I don't know. I had enough of it, so I turned off the game and did something else. But, wow. Well, uh, the big news today or yesterday, Jerry Jones going to retain Mike McCarthy for at least another season. How do you feel about that? No, my guy. I was hoping for a Bill, <laughs> I was hoping for a Bill Belichick, but... Not Harbaugh? No, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is the guy I wanted, but... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens next season. Hopefully we get more pieces, but yeah. Wow. Talk about being disrespected. I mean, Belichick, you know, I hate the guy because I'm a Bills fan. Mm. So we, you know, get pummeled by the Patriots for, you know, a decade. Um, but, you know, you can't argue with his accomplishments. And I, I just, I've, you know, it reminds <coughs> me a lot of what happened to Tom Landry when, you know, he mm. left the Cowboys after, what, 20 plus years of amazing success. And he just gets kind of thrown out by new ownership. Uh, yeah. 
What about you, Diggy? Any you a football fan? You root yeah, for anybody this weekend? Uh, my team, unfortunately, is out. I'm a Raiders fan. Oh, both, okay. Uh, That's why I recruited yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, both Raiders fan. You know, it's another tough year, but we're still building. But um, I'm just looking forward to you know good football. Yeah. Um, a lot of upsets. You know, obviously the Cowboys and the Eagles are done, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Looking forward to see. Yep. So wait a second. If you're a Raiders fan, both of you. Who do you want to be the head coach? Is it as easy as AP yeah, retained, or do you want somebody else? I would keep him. Would give him a chance. The, yeah. the biggest thing is he, he, he's he got the locker room won over. Yeah, so players want to play for him. Yeah. Spoken like a true coach. I won the locker room <laughs> over, you know. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jesse, who's your team? Anybody left? Yeah, it's the Raiders. Raiders. You're Raiders, too. The Raiders, okay, so both Raiders, I'm sorry. Marcus? Who yeah, are you watching? Raiders. Raiders? Man, Raiders we got a yeah. table of yeah. silver and black here. Yeah, Jeez. but we need, we need a quarterback. Okay, so uh, Mark Davis, yeah. uh, if you're somehow watching this, like, get us a quarterback because <laughs> can't be having yes, so We could have got Caleb Williams in there. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe a couple of trades, you know. Um, who, who's got the number one pick? Uh, Bears, Bears, right? Bears, the Bears. Are Bears going to keep Fields, you think? I, I think, think so. Our cool Raider. Raider. Our Kule Agbayani would be happy to tell you that the Bears will be keeping that pick. Um, (laughs) One one last question from my end for the two players. We brought it up at the start of this segment, a little bit of visualization with Allison Ross and being on, uh, uh, on the trip. Do either of you guys visualize much before games? Uh, Is that something that you use or no? Um, Not not really. Me personally, I do. I like putting myself in situations before the game and just seeing myself like how I, how I would do. But I think for me, mental preparation is a big key. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think visualization is an important part of preparing for anything, whether it's sports, whether it's your, your professional work, um, really thinking deeply about what you're trying to accomplish, envisioning that success and how to get there. And um, I think that greatly increases your odds. Um, you know, I'm going to just finish on the on the, the football note, and uh, I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan um, who lived in Minnesota for 20-plus years, so I have uh, eight Super Bowl losses between my two favorite teams. <laughs> um, so I'm really I'm really hoping for, uh, for a Bills victory. Uh, excited to see the Bills uh, hopefully take it to the Chiefs this weekend. Finally, a game in Buffalo instead of visiting Kansas City every year. Um, so go Josh Allen, go Bills, uh, and let's see go some Sharks. good games this weekend. And go Sharks, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody. Um, our in-studio guests today, um, uh, Mello and, and Diggy, thank you so much, and best of luck through the season. Jesse, you're doing an amazing job um, taking over uh, a, a strong program and making it even stronger. Um, so keep it rolling. Um, go Sharks, and uh, we will talk to you all next week on Sharks Weekly. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for having us.